is Today in History, January the 10th. On this day in 1776, Thomas Paine anonymously published his influential pamphlet, Common Sense, which argued for American independence from British rule. Also on this day in 1861, Florida becomes the third state to secede from the Union. And in 1863, the London Underground had its beginnings as the Metropolitan, the world's first underground passenger railway, open to the public with service between Paddington and Farringdon stations. And in 1870, John D. Rockefeller incorporated Standard Oil. Also on this day in 1901, a gusher signals the start of the U.S. oil industry. A drilling derrick at Spindletop Hill near Beaumont, Texas produces an enormous gusher of crude oil, coating the landscape for hundreds of feet and signaling the advent of the American oil industry. The geyser was discovered at a depth of over a thousand feet flowed at an initial rate of 100,000 barrels a day and took nine days to cap. Following the discovery, petroleum, which at the time had only been used in the U.S. primarily as a lubricant and in kerosene for lamps, would become the main fuel source for new inventions, such as cars, aeroplanes, coal-powered forms of transportation, including ships and trains, would also convert to liquid fuel. Also, coal-powered forms of transportation, including ships and trains, would convert to the liquid fuel. And on this day in 1982, San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Dwight Clark makes a leaping catch in the end zone on a pass from quarterback Joe Montana with 51 seconds left in the National Football Conference Championship game against the Dallas Cowboys. Montana looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. catch set up a successful extra point kick by Ray Worshing that lifted the 49ers to a 28-27 victory and a trip to Super Bowl 16. drive that set up Clark's memorable catch began with four minutes and 54 seconds left in the fourth quarter when the 49ers took over possession on their own 11-yard line with the Cowboys leading 27-21. Over the next 12 plays, Joe Montana passed seven times and called five running plays, effectively moving his team to third down and three at the Dallas six-yard line. Montana moved to his right at the snap, chased by three Cowboys. Looking for wide receiver Freddie Solomon Montana spied Clark wide open near the back of the end zone. Off balance, Montana lofted the ball in a high spiral towards the six foot four Clark, who grabbed it for a touchdown to tie the score and enable Worshing to boot the game winner through the uprights. And on this day in 2000, in one of the biggest mergers in media history, America Online announced its plans to acquire Time Warner for some $182 billion in stock and debt. The result was a $350 billion megacorporation, AOL Time Warner, which held dominant positions in every type of media, including music, publishing, news, entertainment, cable, and the Internet. The AOL Time Warner merger came at the height of the so-called Internet bubble, when dot-com businesses were on a meteoric rise and their future seemed limitless. Under the terms of the merger, AOL shareholders owned 55% of the new company, while Time Warner shareholders owned 45%. 
In 2002, however, the bottom began to fall out as investors pulled out en masse of many internet-related stocks. AOL and Time Warner reported a quarterly loss of $54 billion, the largest ever for a U.S. company. The following January, Steve Case, the CEO, announced his resignation, and the company subsequently dropped AOL from its name. And on this day in 1976, Convoy by C.W. McCall is the number one song on the U.S. pop charts. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. It was a song that celebrated the exploits of a rebellious trucker with a reckless disregard for human life and highway safety codes. The genius behind Convoy was in reality an Omaha advertising executive named Bill Fries. Not a fearless runner of police roadblocks, perhaps, but certainly a man with an ear for esoteric dialogue and a finger on the pulse of one of the strangest fads ever to grip the United States. Convoy marked the high water point in the mid-70s of the trucking CB radio culture craze that had millions of Americans creating handles for themselves. Beer Man, Pink Lady, Scooter Pie, and so forth. They were the days of daydreaming about the glamorous life of the long-haul trucker. Hollywood responded to the craze in its typically restrained fashion with a parade of trucking-related cultural works whose highlights included Smokey and the Bandit and BJ and the Bear, along with Clint Eastwood starring in Every Which Way But Loose with the smiling, right hand turn punching Clyde the orangutan. As for C.W. McCall, the author and singer, he released Rubber Duck, an entire album of trucking songs later in 1976. But none of the tracks captured the American imagination the way that Convoy had. Scooter Pie, I'm eastbound and down, load them up and truckin'. We gonna do what they say can't be done. January the 10th, 1976. On this day in history. Uh, you wanna give me a 10 9 on that big Ben. Negatory, Big Ben. You're still too close. See how them hulk is starting to close up my sinuses. Mercy thinks you better back off another 10. Well, we rolled up Interstate 44 like a rocket sled on rails. We tore up all of our swindle sheets and left them sitting on the scales.